0: Code Program. Hello there and welcome back to four times in a podcast you join us on the 3rd of march it is about half an hour since celtic were defeated 2-0 at Tynecastle. it was a weekend there ups and downs in the title race which saw both rangers and celtic lose so it's sort of as you were in terms of celtic being two points behind top of the table so we're just going to go over this More VAR controversy as we're quite used to when we've been at Tynecastle the last few visits, but delighted to see Danny and Tony are with me. Danny, I'll come at you. As I say, a lot of VAR controversy in this game again, mainly in the first fifteen minutes when Celtic were awarded a penalty. That wasn't much contention in it itself, but Adam missed the penalty and about a minute later Yang was. Don Robertson gave a foul against him for a high boot, which caught one of the Hearts players. And then John Beaton on VAR suggested an on-field review and it was the yellow card was wiped and upgraded to a red card for a high boot. Later on in the game, of course, Hearts got a penalty and this was, a, a, yet again, another contentious decision that John Beaton, of all people, decided to intervene on Don Robertson's behalf. Ball did strike his hand his arm I think it was around about his elbow but I think with the way his body was he had no no idea where the ball was and I think there was also deflection in the ball coming to him as well which I believe sort of negates where where his arm is so aye Daniel coming you a disappointing day in the capital for the Celts but what what was your thoughts on it despite
1: <laughs> despite what I'm about to say about VR in that I think if Adamida scores the penalty, we comfortable touch. It's a completely different conversation we're having. I thought it's was a bad day at the office. I, I think the the game itself is is it's not over at, at ten men, but it's up in the air when the ref sends or VR tells the ref to send Yang off. I think I think a was was fair. There's doesn't name Alice. He's no, his, his foot is very high, right, and Cochrane's no really ducked in, so that will go against him, but. It's not a red, it, it, he's no, Cotton that he met Amelia, he got up kind of fairly after him and Yang, I think they shoot cons and then the ref sent him off, and then you're up against it, <laughs> you're up against it, for then you need to regroup, you need to go again. We weren't playing that bad in the first half, I mean, we think we had something like six or seven corners, we opened parts up a lot. we did have the bond of the net when O'Reilly scored, although Ida was well offside, and we missed a few chances, I don't mind. I mean you put a great cross in the box and it's the smallest guy that we've got, that's on the end of it, which was a bit frustrating, you'd rather either or, you know, Carter Vickers or something was on the end of it, the heart's keeper, a few saves, so, uh, no, in the first half, sorry, so, the first half, but I just thought we started it like it was going to be one of the games at Timecast, so, but it has going to be in 10, I thought Taylor started really poorly, I don't think he a great day as well, but, just the penalty that we gave away, like, the penalty we got, I, I think it's one of the ones, it's 50-50, like, if, they, if the ref doesn't give it. They are only going to intervene and give it but because he has gave it they've looked at it and went well he does clip you know Yangus he's selling in front and clips him and should have get booked for it but he never that was a the theme of the day Cochran should have gotten booked but never and then the penalty that we concede is just beyond a joke it's just ridiculous it's, it's John Beaton fishing for something to get a decision against us and how that's deliberate handball is just any, it's not even impeded any hearts player but it's not as if it's falling a hearts player the ball bounces to, like, nobody. Yeah, it's probably, I think, probably helped Hearts. It gave the ball back to Hearts, probably. It was just ridiculous. And there was a fucking ridiculous decision. And it was one that, you know, Beaton's fishing it to give. And there was a foul on Maeda about maybe about 10, 15 seconds before in the corner, which you're meant to go back and look at these things. You never. And then Hearts obviously score. They scored again in the first half. I thought it was on that I think he probably was just half. I, th- I think that's another contentious one, but we got away with that. You get off the hook, you went. We didn't really respond in the second half to the way that I thought we might have, even with the change. And then the second goal, Neuenhoff's offside when the ball comes up to him and he goes and challenges scales, therefore indirect. We kept getting told that if, you know, Seema was interfering with play in December, but apparently Neuenhoff jumping into scales, isn't he? And then we don't really. I mean, there's four players watching the boys Shanklin sweeps it into the net so that was not good enough either. And then you're, you're right up against it now, aren't you, with 10 men, 40 minutes left, you're two nothing down. And we had a few chances, Ida missed one, Kyogo missed one and we were pretty wasteful with some opportunities as well. So, I don't want to go too hard on the players. It was a massive chance for us to go top of the league. I don't want to go too hard on the team because I do think it was up in the air when the ref decided to send half and yang and brought up against it for there. And either he missed the penalty, but I thought he was my best player. I thought the way he held the ball up, he brought, when Kyogo came on, he brought Kyogo into the game every opportunity that he had. He was going back and battling and winning it and he was fucking blatantly fouled and all out in the wing at the start of the second off And the ref never gave a foul, gave a goal kick. So it's just, it's frustrating because we had a right good chance and we all thought last night that we could turn up and send a message and go to the league and we're all like my today. a day. But if anything this weekend's taught us is that it's a fucking long, long way to go with us and there's got to be more weekends last, I think, towards the end of the season because I don't think we're great, I don't think they're great. But, it, well, even though if you'd have said to us on Friday, you know, you come Sunday at half two and you'll still be only two behind, I think we all would have took that. Considering they're at home, my mother well and we're away to hearts, but let's not get away from the fact that it's a really, when, what happened the day before it's a real missed opportunity, and we can't really afford to key too many of them up before it does ultimately cost us. I definitely, as you say, it's
0: a, a, a real big missed opportunity, but I think the sort of mitigating circumstances today and the sort of officiating and not even led to Brendan Rodgers name checking John Beaton in his post match interview and having a go at officials. And that's not something you ever really hear of from Rogers, especially when he's Celtic manager. Like He never really goes after them, but I think the standard today was really poor. Tony, I'll bring you in. What's your thoughts? Brendan's been speaking a lot about writing her own story. Obviously, this was the opportunity for us to go back top of the league. It's not happened for a variety of reasons.
2: Do you, how, how do you see it as how much a big missed opportunity is it? I'm just delighted, Mark Lobbills, is he? I, I, I'm, I'm so conflicted. I'm, I'm not exactly like really angry or shocked. It's, it's not a surprise for me that we've lost. And I think everybody's saying we've let the Huns off the hook. The men, I think, yeah. I think their result yesterday's let us off the hook. Because if the, the gap went to five points, then fucking be world War three not it. So I just... I just feel you need to win that game, though know, I do feel, and I know they a long way going the title race, but if you, really, you need to be punishing them, they've lost a game that I think we all expected them to win quite handsomely to Motherwell, you've got a chance to go top, really jag it into them before they need to go to Portugal and then go to Easter Road, and you kind of give them a boost, but what happened today, I know, I think Brendan's right, to come out and credit the players and just kind of put it on the officials. I can't imagine they'll be seeing that behind closed doors. There was some pretty poor performances in the other day. I thought Miss Danny says Taylor looked looked really slow at some points as well. Gale's I have Spoke about In kind of depth The fact that He's, he's obviously Know the answer I thought Kyogo Was excellent To be fair When he came on I thought he fucking He tied his heart out And him and he Actually linked up Quite well he had a few chances It just it just was near day And people listening Are probably surprised That I'm not Kind of going off my head But I think In hindsight we, we might look back This weekend And go for I was a big one When they dropped To Mullerwell Because if you'd have Said on Friday it comes Sunday night. There would only be two points in it. You'd be, you would take that. You'd have been happy. But no, as it as disappointing. But I give if this scores a penalty, he trouts him. You probably win three or four nil. And then losing Yang, he's probably one of our most creative players the last few games and then it, it just, we don't, we don't really know like the quality in the bench D- to come on and win it like when he did we, we brought Odds Edward on back in 2018 when we beat the Angels and, and things like that obviously Kyogo comes on but he's no man he's to actually change the game unfortunately no it's just it's, 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 the red card I can understand why it's given his foot's high it's just such a nothing event, though. The guys don't no, really rolled about for long. I don't think anybody's expecting it. And then, as you say, I think beatings obviously, send them to the monitor. Usually when you're sent to the monitor, that's it. You, you've had that kind of thing, penalty. I guess he's arm's out, but I, I don't really know. The handball rule. It seems to change. And Again, the bar's not gone anywhere. There's no really stopped a goal or anything like that. It's, it's a really unfortunate handball, but... It's a good penalty. i seen Joe Hart calling Shankland a shy for not taking it, and then Shankland scores at him. thought he made him look like a bit of a tit, to be totally honest. There was a few times in the second half, Joe Hart just couldn't wait to throw the ball. He absolutely needed he made it. that was really, really poor as well, but I think we made it. either looks like a world-class player, or he looks like somebody that's just give out the stands and been told to run about and Tie's best. Bernardo was totally anonymous, so I don't really remember him touching the ball much. So I was glad to see him come off at half-time. But I think we've got a break now. There's a two-week break before the next league game. We'll be at home. It's in Johnston. They're in Ross County, maybe. So I don't know if that's going be an opportunity for us to go top before they play I don't know if that's the case hopefully it is and hopefully we beat St Johnson when the time comes but you know, I do want to touch on Mark Lowell I know I said that at the start but I think it's it was a great it was a great start to the weekend when I heard he was resigning and then I, then I read their statement that he's in guarded and leave and then the, the statement was fucking hilarious to be honest it was they pinned it on Ange Postacoglu they says that Ange picked him and I was just kind of wondering how that conversation went as Ange sits there with his, twenty five years experience of football in Asia, Australia, international management. And he goes to the board and says, This is a guy I've picked, his name's Mark Lowell, and they go, Huh, oh, I can't believe that's your Peter's boy. What a coincidence. I mean what a lot of shite. And the fact that these two are in Garden Leave, we're terrified to sack inept people when they're failing at their jobs. Like for example, Neil Lennon, we were terrified to sack him. Now you've got this Mark Lowell and whoever the other guy is. 'Cause in Garden Leave, we're terrified to sack them, we've never sacked Lobwell so the bank here never was sacked, they all just stepped in. But we're so quick to, to ban fans. It's just fucking ridiculous. I thought the statement was a bit of a joke. The more I kinda read it and the fact these two are in Garden Leave, they should be sacked. And the statement should be These two have been fucking useless, therefore have been removed from the position. Maybe a bit more diplomatic than that, but I, I guess you get the point. So I just I just found that a bit I just him, but I'm glad to see that, that Mark's away, but he can't be the fall guy for them, they to go, irrespective of how this season's end, that I know was, am I to miss title five, but I don't want to let up that this board need removed by hooker by root regardless how the season ends. But in terms of the game, I don't really have anything else to add. I, I do think it's pretty pitiful for Brendan Rodgers to be beat twice in one season, by Stephen Naismith, and also we basically done three times by Derek McInnes I think that's that's just one the Brendan Rodgers uh, that we had the first time so I think he's going to need to uh, buck up his ideas because we probably have another few hard games on the way hopefully one in the title if we can do it aye but I guess it's, it's no as damaging because they lost yesterday, but had they won, I think everybody would be on here is calling for the manager's head, the board's head, fucking of everything else in between. So cup game next week against Libby is a good opportunity to hopefully put on a performance and just get this result out of the system.
0: I definitely. And just on uh, Mark thing, I know we'll maybe cover it in more depth in future episodes, but I found it funny that possibly the only sign in, in January that's looking like it's gonna be a decent one is Adameda. And then I seen some quotes on Twitter this morning from Brendan Rogers saying that it was him that made the deal. It was Brendan that got the deal of the line. I'll read the quote it says this is what Brendan Rogers says. He said Adam was a player that came to us late. His agent rang me up and said there was a possibility. The agent knew I liked him as a young player. When he was available it excited me. And that's great because obviously Adamida, as we've all said, we we've all everybody's sort of eating humble pie. It looks like he's, he is doing a great job even so far, but I think that just sums up Mark Lowell and whoever that chief scout that resigned as well. Sort of sums up their tenure, the fact that probably the only player that's having a real impact that from their signings was not actually their signing, but I will we'll come on to that at a later date, I'm sure. Danny, I'll come of you since we've been on, obviously during the week, Cal McGregor went off at half time, and I think everybody sort of assumed it was because we were six 0 up, and it was a good chance to let him have a half off. But since then, it's Redden says that Cal McGregor's got problem with Achilles and possibly his thigh. Now a lot of people are obviously nothing's confirmed at this point, but a lot of people are worried that that might be. A sort of longer term muscle injury That might take a few weeks If not a month to recover from How much of an impact I think that could have on us Going into this special last 10 games Of the league
1: season Aye of course it's massive because he's a captain He sets the tone, he's a leader in there but Actually you not know, just as you brought that up there We've not mentioned the fact that we, were missing, we missed him Massively today. day Especially down to 10 men it would have been a wee Nothing against Bernardo I Bernardo didn't impose himself in the game Like he had been doing he a great cross into the box at the end of the first half, but he, he did not do enough. But I would have felt a wee bit better if it was McGregor and O'Reilly in there at 10 men. Because I think McGregor would have helped us keep the ball. I thought we really struggled. To, we struggled to keep the ball at times when we were playing 10 men, and certainly towards the end of the first half. But uh, McGregor will be a big, big miss if he's out for any sort of time. I mean, next week, so it's a great opportunity to win the day because... Next week's the cup and you can, if we could have went into that tap of the league and you don't need to worry about the title race for a week, you can just concentrate in the cup, it would have been great. But no, we need to wait two weeks to get back at it in terms of the league. I know we're at home, I think they're awaited indeed in St. Patrick's day in two weeks' time. So hopefully, I mean, hopefully we're tap of the league. I mean, there was a great chance for us to be four points clear, but hopefully we can be at least tap put a bit of pressure on them awaited indeed. But McGregor, hopefully he's back. We, we need... And it's, it's kind of symptomatic of the season. I mean, I, don't, I wouldn't argue with anybody that says the season's not been good enough. The team have not been good enough. But we have seemed to pick up really bad injuries at bad times. I mean, Carter Vickers has hardly been fit all year. Hitati's hardly been fit all year. And we get Carter Vickers back. He scores. We win 7-1. Everything looks rosy. And then the captain gets injured. So it's, we seem to be doomed that way. But it's, it is kind of next up now. I just thought the midfield was really lacking. And even, I mean, I don't really like condemning Celtic players you know as their futures but there's Rogers has brought Kelly off the bench instead of home and home just made the bench because McGregor was injured so I don't know what that says about that boy's future he seems to look good and then play games where he doesn't need end, and then doesn't seem to be seen again for a while so it's just we might have plenty centre midfielders or players that can play centre midfield but when McGregor's missing it's a huge miss and, they obviously definitely counted today but hopefully he's back for too long but we don't really know too much he just said they did an issue with his achilles and he looked he was at the game the day sat and watched it so hopefully it's not too bad and back before we know it but ah, we could be dealing with him and we could be dealing with know picking up really bad injuries and hopefully we can get him and Hitati back soon Hitati coming back could be a spark for us but again he's running out of games because he'll need a few games to get back to speed so maybe he just I don't know trying, trying to be positive but. It's, Last night you thought you were the day would be going playing to go top of the league and then to get beat and have taken kind a of go again and it's a bit frustrating. But just on what Tony said about the board, he's hundred percent right. Don't think whereas Matt Lowell had to go, absolutely had to go. He can not be he can not be the only one because rightly or wrongly he was at Man City in the City football group and he was seemed to be doing really well there. And he's tried to come up and replicate that on a much smaller scale here and it's no it's no work and he had to go but he's certainly fucking not the only one that has to go and there's this this club is screaming out for new ideas and hopefully i mean we're winning in spite of this at time you know what i mean like talk about the recent success and stuff it, i could say they've put the foundations in for it but in the last three or four years it's, we've been winning in spite of them i mean Ange Postecoglou was a success at celtic in spite of the board so the club's screaming out for new ideas and hopefully we get them before sooner or later. But Tony's right. they should not be just be Matt Law and the other boy who goes. There should be an open door before screaming out the door and never to be returning. Aye, definitely. As you say, it's
0: it should be the first of many and it's just trying to get Turkeys to vote for Christmas and take their massive salaries that they don't deserve away from themselves. But who knows, maybe if fan pressure does keep up then it might lead to some change, but we, we can only but hope. I think you're right about Odin Holmes as well. I think the fact I know I think Rogers mentioned he had an injury a few weeks ago, but he's fitting off of the bench and still no getting the nod ahead then you're right that like well, it's great to see a young guy like Daniel Kelly come on, but it's he'd be expecting mercy or summer signings to have an impact and even look at the bench, you've got guys like Lager and Coon and Palmer who kinda of got off the bench as well today, so that was probably in terms of transfer season wages between 15 and 20 million pounds sitting on the bench that isn't really deemed the manager doesn't think they can come on and make an impact in a game like this but again that probably says more about what's been going on at the club but aye Tony I'll come at you we'll just sort of start to wrap up yeah we're not going to go in depth about the Livingston game I don't think anybody really needs an in depth look at what Livingston will try and do in the cup next Sunday how do you think Celtic will respond and what's your prediction is it just a case of you need to try and start building momentum again and Go for a similar performance to the one we had against Dundee the other night when you come up against Livingston?
2: To be fair, I've been quite negative most of the season and a lot of, kind of negative predictions, but I think we'll bounce back. I think they'll just kind of, the Cup's a separate issue. They really should have enough to beat Livingston, especially Celtic Park, I think. But nothing's changed in terms of the the title race, except the goal differences in now one worse than what it was, which is pretty... Pish. But I think think we'll win 4-0 getting to the semi-finals of the cup. Hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully. I'm beat Rangers, so we don't need to worry about a treble. But I think we'll win. If we don't, then then, we're in fucking massive trouble. But I, we just need to get the day out of thought. Big opportunity missed. But I remember we done it under Big Angie as well, and it was really similar, except... And he first had a chance to go top of the league I think Jackie Marcus missed a penalty in the last minute we do 0-0 no, no, for none of the livings to the party so he just need to bounce back I think the plan was always to win odd games up to Ibrox that's obviously no harm, but we've kind of got lucky that they somehow lost to Motherwell at Ibrooks so I think the plan remains we need to carry up any more points and then we need to go to Ibrox and get at least a draw so but I'm sure the message will be very much one game at a time so I think I think we'll win 4 now. I think will go get two and. Adam. Hi, the- I'm um, much you say, I
0: think we just need to try and get back to winning ways. Hopefully, we do have Cal McGregor back in training. Who knows how far that is away as well? It would be a sort of a, a nice game to throw him in eh, if he was anywhere near available. But I don't even think he's back on the training pitch yet. So probably won't be next week. But I, I think it'll be three 0 Celtic. I think Livingston will just come and try and stink out the gaff and try and take it to extra time. But I can't really. See them being able to hold us out and hopefully we get a summer score line to Dundee. But I think probably be 3-0 and we'll just progress to the next round and we'll see what that brings. But aye, Danny, what's your thoughts on that cup game? Would you be looking to make any changes or how do you think the team will respond? I
1: would think you'll go and eat that up front together and let them link up like they did today. Because Livingston have chucked it. They'll, they'll be more interested in staying up. I don't think they'll have much of an interest next week. so we should. You should play 4 2 4 and just go for it because, as I said, I don't think Livingston will be up for it that much there. They get beat, they drew yesterday, drap more points, and they, they they look like they're doomed, so they'll probably be more concentrating in the league. So it's time where he should just put a show on and put two people up front. I know two up front doesn't equal more goals, but I like what I seen in going. Eda, times a day i think there's potential there i'm screaming out for kyogo to get a couple of goals because he's he's desperate he's lashing out at things and he's always looking to have a shot and i think he's desperate to score so hopefully we can get him on the score sheet a few times next week i I'll agree with tony i think it'll be fun and i think it'll be kyogo get both of them both two goals each and we'll be into the semi-finals and then we can start looking back and back at the title race again but my positivity for next week is purely because i think livingston will be very interested in the really. league <laughs>
0: Well, there you go, a couple of positive predictions. Everybody expecting Celtic to turn up and do what they need today next week against Livingston, which, as Danny said, would take us a semi-final. We'll be back after that episode to look back on what happened, and if we do progress, we'll look at who we get in the semi. But aye, if you've made it in this far to this episode, then fair play, because I know these episodes are hard for us to record, so they must be hard to listen to, but just remember... As much as it was a bad day at the office, there's still a lot to play for, and we went in the weekend two points behind, and we're only two points behind. So, as Brendan Rogers would tell you, we can still write our own story and how this season's going to end, and hopefully, we do in a positive manner. But I, if you've made it as far, thanks for listening. Make sure you're following us, just search for four times a podcast on social media or wherever you get your podcast, just so you don't miss any content from us. I, cheers, and we will speak to you at some point next week. Hell, hell.